Welcome to 30 Days to CEO. I am Patricia Haywood, and I'm here with you on this journey. I'm a lawyer, an immigrant entrepreneur, mother of one, wife, and I am still hot today. (laughs) But I am happy. And I hope that you are happy wherever you are listening to this. In today's episode, I want to talk about how to keep an eye on the money, how to be a good steward of money. I want to talk about the importance of understanding your money of giving attention to your money of giving love to your money of acknowledging your money and making money work for you that's what i want to talk about today now as you know i started my business back in 2010 and It did very, very well. I started that business out of necessity. And I've I've touched on that story with you before. And I was able to quickly grow it and scale it. Using the same methods that I discussed in a previous episode about how to grow your business by pulling the value out of your engaged community. And that's what I did. I was quickly able to scale my business that way. So it was not long after that we were hitting six figures, seven figures, and getting a lot of, a ton of work. And having to add consultants and processes and systems. And really just scaling up the way that we we did things. Scaling up our capacity to handle high value contracts. And since then I've started other businesses. Some successful and some not so successful. And something happened where through some decisions, I lost a ton of money, a lot. And it kept me in a place of playing small for a long time. I sat with that pain for too long. Now, I believe that you must sit with pain. I absolutely believe that, but not for too long. But anyways, I won't get into that story too deep today because that is not the aim of this episode. But I say that to say a part of the reason why that happened is because I still had money mindset issues and I... I wasn't a good steward or I wasn't as good of a steward of the money that I I could be or I should have been. And 
I don't want you to make those same mistakes. But in order for you not to make those mistakes that I made, you have to start looking at the money. You have to become comfortable looking at financial reports. You have to get comfortable looking at bank statements. You have to get comfortable making space and making appointments or events, carving out time in your day or your week to look at the money. This is very important. And quite a few solopreneurs who I work with, they have this mindset that, oh, they, they, they can't, they're not efficient or effective at financial management. And then I'm like, but you have a family, you're the one who manages the shopping, the, the, the kids' school fees, or you're the one who is spending on behalf of the family, right? This is a fact. If you are in a relationship, if you're a woman in a relationship, in many instances, you're the one who is making the decisions, the day-to-day spending decisions, whether it be grocery, activities for the kids, you know, stuff like that, stuff for the house. You're the ones who are making these decisions. And therefore, you have the ability and the capacity to make decision, financial decisions for your business. It's already within you. You already have that skill set. And what I've noticed with quite a few solopreneurs is that they shy away from spending time understanding money and the flow of money. And I'm very big on cash flow. Cash flow is so important for your business. And a part of the reason why they shy away from this responsibility is the mystique or the ambiguity or the perceived complexity around financial management, around money management that have been instilled in you since you were probably very young. You failed a math test and you were told you're not good at math and you've carried that with you throughout your life that you're not really good at math and therefore looking at the numbers, you're not going to do that. You're going to hide yourself from looking at them or you're going to delegate it to someone else but as the business owner you need to look at the numbers even if you have a cfo even if you have a financial manager even if you have an accountant or a bookkeeper you need to keep your eye on the money now listen i'm telling i'm telling you this from experience right because wherever you put your attention right? Wherever you put your attention, that is where you're going to see the biggest results, the biggest impact, positive impact in your life. And so as the business owner, you need to understand money concepts. You need to understand what a profit and loss is. Right? What is a profit 
and lost statement. And really it's just about the profit. What has the company or your business, what have they done in terms of the amount of business, the amount of money that came into the business for that financial year? So you're looking at the company's revenue. How much money did you make? How much money did you make, right? And how much money did you spend? So how much money did you make and how much money did you spend? And if you make money, more than likely you are spending money, <laughs> right? If you make money, more than likely you are spending money. And so we do a simple calculation how much money I brought in, how much money I spent, and this is how much money we're going to keep in the business after all the, all the money is out for goods and services bought for the company. For the company, not yourself, for the company. Right? So that is what you're looking at for your profit and loss statement. You're looking at how much money did we bring in? And a good breakdown is to understand where this money came from. Who spent this money with you? What's the demographic? You know, what's the breakdown of your customer base? That insight will help you so much to understand who buys from you and whether it, your, your, your version of the ideal client or who you think your ideal client is, is really the persons who are buying from you. So when I started my business, for example, when I started Master Build Hers, my intention was to work with women in construction. That was really my goal. I want to help women founders in the construction and engineering space. But when I started working with women and at some point I decided I'm going to okay, sit down and look who am I working with and I realized that most of the women who I work with are not in construction and engineering. And so it told me that who I thought my ideal client um, was is not the person who is buying from me. So then I decided I'm going to change who I'm appealing or attracting into my world, into my space. So that's good information to have. Also good information to pick out from this is how much people are spending with you. So if you're offering multiple services, it's good to know who is buying what. And then you can go and ask them why what problem is this solving for you why do you buy this why do you repeatedly buy this service let's say you offer um let's say you offer you're a planter, you're a plaster or, or a decorator, for example. Let's say you're a decorator and you have multiple services. You have painting, maybe you can do painting, maybe you can do wallpapering, maybe you can do uh, murals, for example, and you realize that people keep buying your wallpapering service. You have not done one mural. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Then it may tell you that there's no market for murals. Maybe people don't want that on their walls. Or maybe the quality of what you do is not what people want. Or maybe you are just ace at wallpapering. And so this is how you start understanding what am I doing well? What are people buying from me? And if I'm great at wallpapering, is there a way that I can package this service, price it a little higher, and offer a better value or, or quality of service to my customers? Because if they're coming to me for wallpaper, that means I am boss in this marketplace, in my little um, community, and therefore I need to leverage that. So understanding your profit and loss is very important, not just at a high level. Try to understand it in a detailed way. Another thing that you need to understand is the balance sheet, right? And this is just a statement of the assets and the liabilities, you know, the capital that you have in the business. And it will also show you the balance of income that you're bringing over from the year before. So, you know, when you go in your bank account, it will tell you this is what you have in your account right now, but you know that you have some money coming, right? It's in this, it's similar. So when you look at your balance sheet, it will tell you how much money you have left over from the previous year. And it would also tell you you know, what are your assets? What are your liabilities? And your assets, your business can also own assets, not just people own assets, right? Your business can own intellectual property. It can own real property as in, let's say your office building, you know, and then what are your liabilities also? And how I like to think of assets and liabilities at a general level is anything that brings in money, and this doesn't have to be money, this does not have to be cash in hand. It can be it can be that the value of the thing goes up. Anything that brings in money is an asset, and anything that loses money or that I have to spend money on and it does not generate an income to cover the cost is a liability. That's how I like to look at it. So if I'm bleeding money on this thing and it is not producing revenue or enough revenue in order to absorb the cost of keeping this thing alive, you know, or functioning, then I see that as a liability. As you know, I believe that everything must fund itself. Everything must stand on its own two feet, right? And as general, your balance sheet is showing you. It is showing you what is draining your money, your resources from your business. And you don't want to have too many things draining your resources from your business, right? And then you have cash flow. And I'm a cash flow girl. I love cash flow. And your cash flow is going to show money coming in 
and money going out right and you you need to know it comes back to my earlier point about where is money coming from and where is money going to you need to know this you need to know in a previous episode i spoke about each service must fund itself and to understand profit margins profit margins will help your cash flow so i would advise you please go and listen to that episode but your ca- understanding your cash flow is so important because you want more money flowing in than money flowing out that's what you want that's the whole purpose of reading and understanding your cash flow you want more money coming in than money going out and if more money is going out for example during the growth stage of your business sometimes there's more money going out than money coming in and this is why businesses have to find sources of finance which i spoke about in a previous episode it might be a grant a bank loan um you know an investor because they are not generating enough money on their own on its own to pay for the for the growth of the business so you have to seek funding right and then you have operational KPIs which are like key performance indicators you use it to measure your business so when you set a goal how do you know if you are on track to achieving that goal there are certain milestones right there are certain milestones that you use to determine that okay if you're going on a trip for example if you're going if you're going on a trip and you start at point A and you're going to point let's say D you know you have to pass point C point B right but if at some point you're passing point let's say point F then you know that you've probably passed where you're going to or you've gone the wrong direction. You've gone the wrong direction, right? And so then you have to recoup, come back to center and figure out why am I off track and how do I get back on track and start taking steps to get back on route. That's what you do in real life and it's the same with these KPIs. They help to tell you if you are on route to your destination and your destination is that goal that you've set for your business and it tells you that so it may tell you for example that you have too many um outflows like if you look at your if it, if it tracks your cash flow it might tell you that you're spending too much and you're not bringing in enough money and then that triggers in your mind that you can do one of many things you can decide okay i'm going to cut expenses i'm going to find a way and many businesses do this you hear it we're going to do transformation we're going to let people go we're going to downgrade our systems or you can decide i'm going to go and find new business i'm going to maybe i need to introduce a new service or what can i do to bring more money in right 
and that might be sell something the business sells something or it may be that i need to go and find funding investors so these kpis will help you to understand the health of your business and if you use a traffic light system where green you're all good you know orange or amber let's take a look at this something is going wrong you do not wait until it gets to red and then all hell just breaks loose <laughs> Right. So these are some of just the statements and the financial things that you need to consider and start looking at. What I would suggest is that you start if if you are not familiar with these concepts or you don't normally do these things in your business, which most entrepreneurs do not have these formal structures in their businesses, just start researching them looking into them, maybe looking at some templates online, simple things, simple templates, nothing complex that you can start implementing in your business. You can start using to track your spend, that you can start using to track your money. And then the next thing that I would suggest is that you start booking daily, maybe depending on, depending in your circumstance, it might be daily or maybe once a week, you book a meeting with yourself and your money. And every week you sit down and you go through these reports and you go through, um, you know, you, you, you think about it, you make some notes and you start making decisions from an informed place. You start showing your money some attention and love and it is going to show you attention and love too. And pretty soon you're going to start making better money decisions and you'll find that your business will just start blossoming because wherever you put your attention, it will grow. That area of your life will improve tremendously. And so I hope this was good for you. I hope it shed some light. I want to empower you that you know that you can do it. Even if you failed math, don't worry. For all of this business money stuff, the, the things we learned in school about math, calculus, all that stuff, we don't even use. If you can add and subtract, if you can use a calculator, you can you can manage your money. You have it within you. You just need to start flexing that muscle and doing it. And pretty soon it's like second nature to you, right? So I hope this episode was good for you. I would love for you to give me some feedback. Let me know how the podcast is going for you. It would really help me to develop and to improve. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful that you came and I sent you on your way with love and kindness on your journey from solopreneur to CEO.